Welcome to Mental Speak. Mental and Emotional Balance. You are now locked in to the Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. What are you doing back? Well, I sat back and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. I really mean that much to you? Girl, you know it's true.
happy Friday, Middle Speak family. Welcome to the Middle Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Let me get myself together. You're probably asking why I just played Millie Vanilli. Because it's awesome. Because it's, it's awesome. And the... I'm feeling 1989. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. And, you, and the Aretha Franklin song that I wanted to play... It wasn't in the queue. So you got Millie Vanilli for Aretha Franklin. That's how we do it here at the Mental Speak Show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Happy Friday again. Uh, how I've been trying to lay out for new listeners, uh, you know, just crafting what the Mental Speak Show is about, how it got started. I, uh, did I say my name? My name is Latanya Davison, by the way. I am a licensed master social worker and I do comedy on the side, among other things. And my whole goal with the show was I was seeing a lot of issues people were having in the hospital, uh, the mental health facilities and psychiatric facilities that I was working in. And a big part of what their issues were, not so much any, uh, mental illness or, uh, just emotional instability, but just not having information and knowledge about how to improve their lives. Uh, they just needed information. A lot of the responses to what you shared with them was, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I had no idea. And so I took that concept, crafted it into a radio show, and the goal every week is to answer the questions to what you didn't know. So whether that be topics on mental illness, emotional issues, or uh, even uh, industry-related issues, I want to answer those questions for you. And I bring amazing guests that come in and answer those questions for you. Did that today. I've got Will Sanamo from the Arlington Improv. Hello. I've got Marvin Michaels. He is a comedian and now comedy show producer. I am. I think we have Joe Fox on the line. You do. We do. Holla! What's up, Joe Fox? Comedian Joe Fox from What's up, LA. LD? Hey, Marvin Michaels in the house. Marvin Michaels in the house. Will Sanamo. So, what I wanted to Will. do t- today, gentlemen, is yeah. I want to do a comedy yeah. clinic. Yes, I want to do a because com- <laughs> comedians are crazy. Uh, that might be the understatement of the day. Comedians are comedians are crazy. Maybe, and I and I say that as a term of endearment. Mm. Well, need to clarify. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. No need to clarify. <laughs> fair enough. I'm not a comedian, so yeah. Joe, our comedian is crazy. Uh, well, we do need help and therapy, but I- <laughs> <laughs> when you're crazy, you don't know it. Other people call you crazy. <laughs> Something else I I realized through my work is like when you don't have consciousness and awareness of how you do what you do, you you need a little help to figure it out and. So that was the goal today. So to all the comedians out there, uh, today is going to be about answering any questions that you have about the business. Um, you know, uh, as, as show producers. What? Okay. No, 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 no. He what, he, ready to roll. All the comedians out there. So who who? What qualif- What qualifies Which, what, you as a comedian? You tell as me. As opposed to a person going up on stage spewing off random words from uh, an unabridged dictionary for I three talk to five about minutes. It. I want to talk about it. Let's let's define it. No, that's perfect. That's perfect, Marvin. Let's define comedian. Well, I think there's different aspects. There's open mic comedians. Okay. There's established comedians. Okay. And, the, you know, touring comedians. It really just depends on, what, you know, anyone could be a comedian. Okay. You okay. know. My my cousin's a comedian because he's funny, you know. He's just a funny guy. Just a funny guy. You just call him a comedian. Yeah. comedian. Okay, all right. Yeah. It, is there a difference between a comic and a comedian? 
Is, are, are they, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's okay. a good way to what put it. What you got, okay. Joe? Oh, uh, yeah, a comedian. Uh, wow. I, I, I should know. <laughs> a comedian, comedian says things funny, and uh, a comic just says funny things. And gets paid. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So... Let's. We're talking to. Is that, is that, is that pretty straightforward? Or I thought you it have was. To be a comedian to understand that, or notice we didn't respond because it was so deep. It, it just. I think it. It was perfect. I. So, we're talking to people who would like to be in the comedy business. Yes. Yes. All right. In some capacity, mm-hmm. but mainly stand up. Yes. Stand up. Okay. Okay. Stand up comedy. We're talking stand up right now. Fo- let's, not let's improv. Ne- not sketch. Not. Talking stand up. Let's do one person, one mic. Let's talk about one Unless person. Unless you're Arsenal and Mitchell, where it was two people, two mics, but yeah. they were still a stand up routine. Yes, or a person with multiple <laughs> personalities. Whatever you show up with, let's let's talk about that one okay. person on the stage. Okay, so a person who either wants to get into it, a person who's been in it. We've got folks out there that have been doing it and maybe don't have an understanding about the business. And I think what I'm learning, it's crucial. It's crucial that you understand. Correct. I, I, yes. Well, I think you have to understand the concept. So I, I grew up a fan of comedy. So I was Jerry Lewis. I was Three Stooges. I was Looney Tunes. I was everything funny. Cheryl Burnett, the the Dick Van Dyke show. This is what I grew up on, right? Yes. So I, that was my understanding of what was funny. And then you, you progress with that through through life. My dad exposed me to it. That's what I my understanding of funny. Then I start doing and saying and interpreting and living my funny things on a day-to-day basis, trying to emulate what I saw on television or heard on the radio or or sneaking off to hear an album. So when I took it to the stage, I'd already studied and been a fan of comedy, so I had this idea of what funny was, what a joke was, how to set it up, just from listening and common sense and understanding. Not to point people out, but nowadays it seems different. They seem like they might not have had an exposure to a lot, or they it's it's the new era where they can watch what they want. They have this content. Netflix. They can watch whatever they want. They may not choose, but they may think, shock comedy or whatever you know I, I, this seems funny to me fine it has its place and it has its lane but when you get up there did you not run any of that by anybody even if it's shock it should have some sort of <laughs> it should have some sort anybody? of funny to it even if it's shockingly funny which is which is uh, i forgot his name so shock comedy is after the he his, his thing was he got in trouble for saying it i, I, I don't want to get in anybody in trouble but i got gotcha. you after the what was the uh, aurora shooting Yes. Oh, mm. yes, you know yes, what I'm yes. talking about. Yeah. He went. He went on on Twitter and said, "Other than that, how was the movie?" Now that's shock comedy with a bit of a punch to it, but very disrespectful in a certain degree. But that's that's but a you comedian. Understand if you're a comic, like what Gilbert he was, Gottfried in 9/11. Yeah, yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, present day, some people are going up and just random words. Oh, I just need a little attention. It's not funny. It's me. It's just wonders and fades off and <coughs> no transition. Which I understand you have to do that as an open micer to get to a certain point to yeah. learn. But if you've been doing it five and six years, you're still doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's some progression to it. Will, what's your background with comedy? And now you're you're working as a show producer in comedy. What's your that's background? A, that's a hard with word. I don't know if I'm a show producer. Well, I just, I, I'm the local guy. They go to me when they want a local guy. <laughs> but when you call someone and you say, "Hey, I got an idea for a show. Yeah. We came up with this concept of a show." 
It's a producer. That makes me a producer. It makes you a producer. Yeah. You, just, you just don't like the prestige <laughs> to the name, Will. You're just responsible. He's a low key it kind does. of guy. Yeah. But, yeah. but 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 is it you legitimately are. But what do you what brought you into into the comedy um, industry? Yeah, almost the same as his. Like the three stooges and Carol Burnett and yeah. all them and then Growing up, my dad, he had these VHS tapes he used to record, and I remember one was Robin Williams at the Met, Howie yes. Mandel, and then a whole Robbie Dangerfield special, like with all like new comics then, which was like Seinfeld and all them, and mm-hmm. just watching that over and over again. And honestly, I saw on Twitter that the improv was hiring. So <laughs> 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 yeah. I was a server, and yeah, yeah. I just fell in love with where I was at and what was around me, and, and I fell in love with the local scene. And when they moved me up... Uh, I, I was given open mic and I, I grabbed that with gusto and because I always feel that a lot of as far as the improv goes we don't get a lot of chances to work with the locals just due to the fact that you know the headliners that we get bring their own support most of the time right. and there wasn't really a voice for the locals there because um, the open mic was just like a, yeah we turn the lights on you know what I mean yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's good enough <laughs> uh, so I wanted to change that and that's pretty much that's pretty much what I've done yeah. is just I started paying attention. Because there's a lot of comics here, or comedians, or, or people who want to square. do. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of good. Yeah. <laughs> so in 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 what Marvin was saying, do you see the same thing where people may not have a um, a long history or understanding of the craft or you know historical? Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, some people they're just gonna do what they're gonna do. And and it makes them happy, and yeah. it's over in three or four minutes, and you can move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I always keep in my head. It's like you're talking about it's over. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. you got three I said some stuff, and some words, <laughs> and some things, and and whatnots, and I said a That's couple funny. things here and there. What about you, Joe? The the comedy scene. Oh. Say that one more time. There's a slight delay. There. Say that one more time. Yeah, a little bit of a delay. Um, so, what are you seeing? And in particular, because you're out in LA, same kinds of things going on in DFW, where you have people wanting to jump in, or are they more serious out there? Uh, you have the, the full spectrum of people uh, of, of wanna who, who want to really tell jokes, or they're just trying it out. Like, uh, for instance, a good example would be a stand-up comedy uh, workshop, where you get uh, people who really want to you know learn how to do this uh versus someone hey I, I need to be able to sell to my clients a little more i need to take a public speaking i need to be able to break the ice uh and then they they go for that reason and they don't really stick with it uh as far as the professional aspect of it they just want to be able to get in front of everybody and be able to speak not have that fear be able to break the ice say a couple funny things and uh, be a better salesman or something as an example but you the people who really want to do this and they just have this idea of, oh, I can do that, and they have no perspective on the work that it takes to really develop, um, I think those are the ones that that uh, can, you know, I don't know, give a false uh, impression of what stand-up comedy is, especially if they do something and it, and it just hits, but it's not real, and people are like, hey, it becomes a spectacle, and they get the success, and but they're not really funny in terms of people who really uh, respect the craft. Um, I mean, you get the full uh, uh, gamut of people who really want to do this. But what it comes down to, do you know the mechanics of stand-up comedy and how to entertain an audience, how to be relatable and likable to to the point where they understand what you're saying? That's funny. Uh, So there's no getting around that. You've got to be able to entertain the people. 
<laughs> entertain the people. Which which sounds to me, of course, that that's why it requires that actual study. It literally is. It, it's a craft. Any any uh, uh, industry where you've got to be proficient requires that you know the history of. You know, the industry, uh, people that came before you, how they did what they did, uh, how they developed, maybe having kind of a wide array of of understanding the different ways you can do it and then finding the way you do it. Correct. Yeah. Finding your voice. Finding your voice. Your, your, your yeah. position, your mentality, your, your attitude towards it. I hate it. I love it. I like it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save the one particular question that I have Get for it. for the total. And no, that's that's gonna be the end kind of question because yeah, because if I ask <laughs> right. it now, we we we're gonna shut some people Shows out. Over. But um, I want to kick this off. Will as I was sitting here and waiting for him to come in. Get the email for the funniest comic in Texas competition. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that is coming up. We just finished yep. the Stand Up Roundup Festival. Suru 2018. Yep. Suru awesome 2018. I was, I was in love with your logo. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's so simple. And yeah, it we worked tried so to. well. I won't say what we. It's got arrows. It, I mean, like, <laughs> so simple. Arrows, yeah. So simple. That's what I That's all it takes. Simplicity. <laughs> That's amazing. So, how long is F? 10 years. Yep. 10 years. Well, it's, it's, I think this is technically the eighth. But okay. it started 10 years ago. Started 10 years ago. This was the first year. It was the inaugural year for Suru. Inaugural year for Suru. Joe, Joe can vouch for me at the Addison Improv. What year was that, Joe? 2004? 2003. For what, what is it? Uh, uh, the uh, Fat Tuesday Funniest Comic Contest for $1,000. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah, that sounds about right. 2003, 2004. Sounds healthy. Nanette Lee was the host, and I put together a funniest comic contest. It was open nationwide for Fat Tuesday, because at the time, Fat Tuesday was drawing that kind of energy. Yeah. Comics from around the region and the country were coming in just to perform on that Tuesday, right? Wow. Uh, and that competition we had, it was, what, 30 comics, and we did it week after week, as, well, every two weeks, because that's when she was having Fat Tuesday on schedule. And we went a little down to uh, the winning comic ended up being Kier Spates, who is now... What's his name on? He's on the Steve Harvey Morning Show now. Junior, Junior, on Junior. Steve, he oh, won. Hey, back yeah. then, Kier Kier won that competition. Okay. Um, the following year, we were not allowed to have the competition. Then the next year, Improv started Funniest Comic in Dallas. I don't know what's coincidence. <laughs> I think not. Listen, not very coincidental. Listen, I'm not pointing out any names because both of those managers are gone now, but. <laughs> now, now, as a guy, now producing a comedy competition. Yes. What are you attempting to do that has not been done that you have seen in competitions? Uh, this one has a larger cash prize, so we're trying to draw out a better quality of comment with the cash prize. We're trying to elevate the game of comedy. So those that say, "Oh, I don't do it, and it's not fair, and this that." I'm trying to elevate the game, right? So you come in and people that are funny, that mm -hmm. do want to do it, that do do competitions, and you realize your game is not up to par, maybe that's why you don't do it. But I'm doing it to elevate the game of comedy, and we got some quality comedians in. We got Shoddy McCoy, and mm -hmm. I liked Eric Knowles, the the military. Uh, Eric Knowles was hilarious. Hilarious. If you yes. just and uh, Salma Hindi out of Canada, she was Muslim, yes, like she was strong. Great. Yes. And yes. 
I mean, okay, you don't do competitions, but everything you do is a competition. If you go up on an open mic for a club owner or manager to see you, it's a competition because the funniest person is going to get work. Trying to prove And you are not. Say that, so Will. So you, you may or may not do competitions, but everything is a competition. You always want to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, don't, you get up and get dressed in your best clothes because it's a competition. You want somebody to see you, right? So it sounds but, like every time is then even – so an open mic – for a person is almost like an audition every yes, time they yeah. go yeah. they're auditioning I think that's what turned around our open mic a little bit in the beginning is I just sat in there just yeah. the fact yeah. that I was sitting there listening I did it for me but then I learned oh this is kind of for them too because yeah. I started learning about names and people and, and you know whenever we needed work we you could call work. which ones were you calling the funniest ones or, or yeah. just the ones that the ones that made me funny and were out. comfortable yeah. on stage correct no mediocre. to balance out a show also yeah yeah right yeah so no you can mediocre. be funny but a horrible MC correct like I've Very seen good. a lot of people good like call. that I'm <laughs> not a good host oh. at all I mean I call, you asked me to host. like I feel like I could do open mic but I'm not I'm I feel like I'm not that warm kind of person yeah. you know I'm the person that pats you on the back and then you didn't want the hug. <laughs> okay, just don't hug yeah, me at all. Give you this but no, but and and that's what I think too. I, I I put that out there as a person who does it. We have to be self aware. I think we have to be conscious. Hope Flood said to us at at her um, at her uh, convention. She said, "Look, be honest with yourself. If if comedy, dang it, I was I was going to save this. So <laughs> <laughs> save it, but." but the, and, and Marvin, you can give us the insight, but there's so much to do within comedy. Stand-up is only one aspect oh, yeah. of yeah. doing that. Oh, correct. So using the open mic as a litmus for yourself, maybe? Kind of testing out? Or or will you? when will you know that comedy, you know? You I may, hear Joe laughing. Yeah, it's all about self-awareness <laughs> more than yeah, anything. You just said it's self-awareness. Just self-awareness. You're not aware of yourself. Self-aware enough to know this <laughs> what, isn't working. What you laughing at, Joe? What you got? <laughs> well, well, I'm not just laughing. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm making sounds of affirmation. Okay, <laughs> I got like you. Laughing. Come on with it. Tell us what. <laughs> well, there, if, if you have a strong, intense, burning desire uh, to do something, Cream. then that that is going to you know, push you forward to a degree. You're going to want to do the work. You're going to want to make those discoveries about yourself that that allow you to, um, you know, you know, meet meet your 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 desires uh, in, in stand up. I mean, for someone to say, "Oh man, this isn't for me," that thing that tells them that, I mean, that's that can be anything. They can just give up. Maybe they're frustrated. Maybe somebody got to them. Um, but you can't, there's no one thing that, that, that tells you that you should, um, you know, you shouldn't do, Hey, maybe you should find another line of work. I mean, that always comes from someone else internally that, 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 that's either there or not there. Um, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to, 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 to listening to what other people think. If you want to do something, you get out there and do the work. It's all possible. I mean, yeah. I saw a motivational speaker with no arms and no legs. And he's telling people how to live their lives. <laughs> and he, and he, probably, he probably walked up, excuse me, carried, uh, uh, rolled up. I don't know how he got on the, off the stage. I just saw the video, and he was talking to about a thousand people. Okay. Someone again. you talking about. Yeah, just, I mean. But who better to tell you? I mean, a dude with no arms and no legs that could get on the stage? Tell me how to live my life. Tell me how to get you. you you the expert. Let no barrier, no obstacle standing in your way. Exactly. Sort of deal. Exactly. I like that. What you got, Marvin? Relative to what? Because I, I could go on 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 the 
What question are we answering? What, what? I, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went all over the place. But, but I love it. Though. I know it, it is. But you're and the thing about it, oh, I guess that that self awareness of, oh, gotcha. of of using um, an open mic. But what's the purpose of a competition? What is the purpose of a competition uh, for a comedian? My deal was it it, it, it gives a incentive with the cash prize. It okay. elevates, and I'm looking to. It has to start somewhere. I'm looking to tie into other existing. Uh, you're supposed to have industry come out, just give you exposure, and it does. I mean, once it has gets the snowball effect and gets to rolling, like even like South by Southwest started on a single little film, just a band. Yeah. Now, now look at it; it's it's major, right? And it'll it'll give you yeah. major exposure. Uh, the San Fran Comedy Festival, Montreal, Juparia, and all this. What is the purpose of those? Yeah, get you to the next level, get you major exposure, and Suru for what it was, did that to a certain degree. So there's certain comics that came through town now that people know about them. People didn't know who T. Dot Kingsley was out of, where was he out? He's in Phoenix now. He was out of Milwaukee, I believe. Or Ruth Troop or Miss Cutting Up, as she's known, was out of Milwaukee. People didn't know who she was before then. Now they do. There are connections. Now you have exposure. You were funny. Uh, if I'm in that area, you're traveling, you can now reach out and say, I'm, you know, I'm cutting through dollars. Are some stages I can get on? Uh, is there some money I can make? And people can vouch for you and say, oh, she was really funny, blah, blah, this, you know, and, and what happened. Network. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, networking. So it ain't just about competition. And, yeah, there was a registration fee of $25. But if you're not willing to invest in yourself, you'll go do an open mic all around town. That was it, 25 It was 25 and people were complaining. 25 bucks. They, they were <laughs> driving around <laughs> wasting gas. Not wasting, but gas yeah. to go to open mics to work <laughs> yeah. for free. But yeah. you won't invest in yourself to yeah, potentially yeah. win 5000 I don't really want you in the competition anyway. If you don't want to invest in yourself, then let me know you're not writing. You don't really care about the art. Yeah. No, no. Funniest comic in Texas is. I, I, I don't, Not in Texas. What? He's on the road right now doing his thing, you know, dating Ohio. Funny bones. That was great. Yeah, that good. was epic. That was epic. I'm like, who? <laughs> And then you said that. And I was like, oh, no. Somebody's about to get their feelings No, that was, that was perfect. That was pretty good. That was perfect. I I heard it. That's that's where I heard it. Man, competitions, man. They they're fixed. They they don't you know yeah. they don't pick who's the funniest. They don't. Well, that's what we try to. Because God, everyone has a complaint about no matter how oh, you do yeah. something. Can't please yes. everybody. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, the way we've started doing it is we've added this road to funniest comic in Texas, which allows a lot more people to try out essentially, and that is done purely on judging. We have past winners, we have the managers ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we do a judging. There's 20 comics, and then 10 make it out, right? Or five make it out, whatever it is. Uh, and then when we go to FCIT. That's purely crowd voting. So we're kind of mixing the two that everyone hates and everyone loves. Uh, you know. Yeah. So if you bring a crowd, that's us seeing if you can bring a crowd. Like that's kind of important. Correct. That's the business club. Aspect. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. the business side, and um, that's all done that way. So then those winners move on, and then the finals we do a mix of both. We do the yeah. same crowd voting, but ultimately it's going to be our choice. Um, so that's kind of our way of balancing, like the fairness of it. So you got to get through us, then you got to get through the crowd, then you got to get through both of us. So let's and and that's the main thing I want to really get out to the comedians <laughs> listening. Yes. It's the other phone. I know. He's got like nine phones. Yeah. Other phones. It's the beeper. Marvin's got like three phones here. That's when you know you're important. You have more than one phone. Damn it. <laughs> 
the question has always come down to fairness, yeah. and it sounds like you all are trying to mitigate unfairness with, it, w- yeah. you know. But, I mean, you know, people are going to get upset. Last year was the first year that I kind of took over FCIT, and, uh, you know, I had complaints in my email every day. I thought it was as fair as it could be. One thing here, one thing there. Yeah, yeah but, I mean... And but to I be honest, the people, people that were else. complaining a lot were yeah. kind of people that we wouldn't have used anyway. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, and I'm with him. We had we had some complaints, but we had it was it was a variety. It was spread across for yeah. one reason or another. They call it the controversy wrapped around a uh, building alarm or a sprinkler alarm. But uh, we did all judges we brought in because we had national comedians, so it would have been easy for anyone funny to bring the crowd and win based on crowd voting. Yeah. So we had hand-picked judges uh, from different v- culturally uh, gender yeah. weight I mean I mean everything was all spread right we just had uh, <laughs> upper, yeah wait I don't know how that's really um, <laughs> That's a fat joke. Yeah, no, no. Was or, a, or, or, or a skinny joke. It was a close. Or it was skinny a joke. It was a smooth <laughs> fat joke. <laughs> or skinny. All, um, all weights were allowed. All weights. All we were not. people of all the did not discriminate. Uh, all lifestyles. I mean, all the above, right? And um, Now, Marvin. Just to make it as fair as possible. Yeah. Okay. But we, we you wanted specifically to come on and address the controversy that did occur within the competition. It wasn't so much controversy. We had a specific judge I that just, wrote down there's personal that hard comments. Hitting. We had scorecards we gave uh-huh. the judges. Yeah. And one judge wrote specific comments as to why he scored a comic low. Like personal reasons. Yes. Okay. Oh, this is this. And then they copied this. And so... They wrote down enough information. We had to go back and research. Oh, boy. And found that it was not accurate. Uh, so to be fair to that comic, we had to kick boats out, which restructured the scoring after we'd already announced. But that took research and blah, 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 and what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. And out of fairness and transparency, we were giving comics their scorecard if they asked. And he asked for his scorecard, so we gave it to him. He saw the handwritten notes. Yeah. He went and did the research. He had his complaint. It was valid. We had to be fair to him. And then there was also a comic on the show who had a fire alarm during her set. Her initial three minutes, she was oh. up. The building alarm came, and they were like legit. So they emptied the whole building, the Angelica Theater. They emptied all the restaurants. It was like a thirty-minute shutdown. Jeez. Then she had to go back up and start again, but that ruins your energy. Yeah, that's kind of a cold, yeah. cold crowd. Yeah. Be fair to her. We let her back in. So with that being said, in that judging pool, I believe it was six comics or maybe eight, whatever it was. After the scoring was restructured, his score, the guy that had the personal attack, was the highest. That means he would have moved on to the finals had that been a fair judging. Yeah. And then hers wasn't so much that had gotten her into the finals, but she would have advanced to the semifinals. So we let her compete again, and we just moved him straight to the finals Yeah. after we restructured. But there were already two people that already moved to the finals. So our finals would have been four, but it was five because of this one... And that's what people had an issue with? Yeah, to a certain yeah. degree. To a certain degree. But I just like, I, I mean, and that and scoring overall, they didn't like, the. well, that was later on, but for that particular show, there was a little, and that would move those that, that particular comic forward after he had been voted not to move forward. Okay. So I say controversy, but it wasn't so much. We, we were just doing, and we, 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 the two comics that moved on to the finals, we called them. We called other comics. Yeah. We talked to that comic specifically. So we weren't just like... Uh, you went above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. we did what we yeah. had to do to make sure it was fair. Yeah, obviously, you kept everyone. it open. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. can't... Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just shy of moving all 40 people to the finals. I mean, we did, <laughs> we did what we could, right? Yeah. So 
I want to talk about because um, I cover everything. You you guys are um, you guys are outside this, Marvin. Obviously, Joe, you 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 know you are a comedian. What is it about the comedian personality? Why are we so damn critical? Like what? Because I I think that's another part of it. We need to bring people into awareness that everything doesn't need to be like an attack on us, right? We're we're so why are we so just nitpicky and critical when it comes to uh, comedy shows and other comedians and oh, how things are run and I think that's just human nature. It's, it's human, human nature. nature. Yeah. I find it to be People a little more. I mean, even um, athletes, if you're an athlete sure. in a specific sport, you're going to be more critical. Oh, yeah. He's not running that fast. Oh, I could have shot that much better. I'd have jumped higher. Or a physicist, oh, he ain't studying the right formula. <laughs> I would have used the Pythagorean theorem. I'm just so making it's up. Not, so I have, so no it's not <laughs> yeah. I have no idea about physics. So. It's E equals MC squared. Yeah. So it's so so yeah. right. one letter to the left. E equals NC squared. So not specific to comedians. We're no more... We're no more. Uh, I, I don't it's know. Our job. You're not special. It's our yeah. job. That's what we're yeah. trying to say. Oh yeah, we're, we think we're entitled because <laughs> we have a, we have strong opinions and we're entitled to have opinions on everything. Not that's. What'd you say, Joe? Do your jokes. No, I was saying it, it's. I mean, it is our job. Ultimately, it, it is our job, and we want good working conditions. Um, you know, for for our performance. I mean, it's. I mean, you want. Good working conditions. What are you talking about, Joe? <laughs> Marvin, good Marvin, working. laughing at you like this is like. Labor, good labor. working conditions. What do you mean, like hey, hey, air conditioning hey, on the hey, couch? Cesar Chavez. We, we did what well, we could. <laughs> I mean, hey, you want you want to bring comedians in? Hey, look, um, we, we we have a comedy show. We just want to let you know right now, we don't have a microphone, uh, so you will have to yell. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? The basics. Okay. Okay. It's a sound system. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but aren't the, but you guys have heard the stories that comedy uh, um, comedy rooms were like brutal. I mean, I, I got the you know the insight from when I went to uh, Comics Rocks convention. They're like, you guys got it so easy. You don't understand what we had to go through to get in a comedy room. We had to stand in line behind. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know, we like, walked uphill in the yeah, snow. Yeah, uphill, snow. snow. Yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> is it yeah. easier now? In some respect, I mean, there's more people, there's more comedians or people who have uh, sensitivity to to the craft and what we have to go through that, that try, you know, they do their best to take care of us. Um, uh, their performance. Without us, you don't have no show. Hey, let's have a, com a comedy show and there's no comedians there because we're pissed. Uh, I, I, I would say there's both um, good and bad conditions even today. There's, you know, there's no mass evolution of how you uh you know take care of comedians and shows and stuff i mean at the laugh factory yep you still gonna have to pay your dues you're gonna stand in line three o'clock until uh, the open mic starts sign up you know for a lottery pick you know this is still there i mean you still have a certain amount of dues to pay but, but uh, okay. on the other hand oh go ahead no to your point you're talking lot you're talking laugh factory comedy store improv on melrose i'm talking like even locally we have the two hyenas we have the or three hyenas yeah. we have the two improvs um but then there are 50 i mean i've seen comedy shows at strip clubs i've seen oh, yeah. them in the basements of 7-elevens i mean so right now it's easier oh, okay. to find and get on a stage but it's not a quality stage There's so not, people that get on the non-quality yeah. stages think i should be able to show up at the improv now and get up because i've made this room full of strippers and, and people that are drinking <laughs> laugh 
No, no, my friend. You're not a. First of all, you're not. No, my friend. No, my friend. No. You, hey, you team. You've done well yeah, in the gutter. You've done well in the gutter, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, now, now that you're street level, <laughs> let's get you all cleaned up and present you as a comic now. Are you finding that expectation as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's not a single day in the week that there's not two open mics somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh or no, there were three last night. What was the third Wednesday night? There were three. Yeah. So uh, somebody's like, "I killed it, hyenas. Why yeah. you ain't booked me for a show?" Like, yeah. Ernie's bar and grill. Well, that's because Ernie was uh, <laughs> running out of money, and he started giving out free drinks. And yeah. No, no. Uh, to me, you can get up and, it, and like someone put a set list from an open mic at a at a at a bar. It was like thirty five people, five to seven minutes. Three no, it was three to five minutes. And I, I, I would have. I, I wasn't there. I don't know what the crowd was, but that many comics on the list. Half the crowd had to be comics, uh, unless it was at the Majestic. I don't yeah. think you had enough room to fit that many people with the crowd, patrons of wherever this venue was. I'm just saying to get the quality out. I don't think they're going off like. So we go back in the day. I'm not saying it was harder to get up, but you went up. You cherished that moment up there. So you wrote all week knowing. A show was coming. You wrote right. and you tried it out in conversations and at work. You didn't get open mics, right? So you tried it out and you, you massaged it best you could before you put it up in front of that crowd. And when you got in front of that crowd, that's when the truth was told. As much massaging and writing as you did, it still may not work, but you'll know you know where the and you go back the and fix it. Yeah. yeah, they're not doing that now. They're doing five minutes and I say, oh, I got a new five. I'd be like, no, your old stuff should be your new stuff because the joke is never done, mm-hmm. right? You did it up to this point, left it there, and started something new. Finish the joke. Right, right. Finish it. Keep it going. Right. You, you you didn't finish it and transition yeah. it into Tend- your next Find a yeah, sweet like, spot. Yeah. Find yeah. a... Well, you didn't do every angle. You probably did. Yeah. I, you know, my aunt fell. But then, you know, how did she fall? Where did she land? Did she crush a flower? Did a fly see you fall? Did somebody across the seat see your aunt fall? What was the sound? The smell? <laughs> did you write this down? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. This is... He writes, so well he writes in the moment. That's what I'm saying. He writes in the moment. There's a lot of things you didn't do with that joke. You wrote this one thing and you kept it moving. I no, want to know what the fly friend. said. Yes. It's a lot of elements <laughs> leaving on the, on the table. You hear me, feel? Joe? You're going on. All right. No, okay. That was well, that was well, that was well put. Let me ask this. Can I, can I throw this out here? What, no, what no, constitutes <laughs> an open mic? Like, is it the, is it the, is it the beginner comic? There's, oh, there's eight beginning comics that haven't been doing it very often or is it the fact that you're going to perform here for five minutes and not get paid what defines an open mic and that's what i want to know because someone made the comment and i uh kind of exchanged with her the other day basically she said if you come to open mic and you bomb three times you should be on like a month-long timeout <laughs> i like that though. <laughs> and i was like okay I, at first i was like no and then i was like well i guess yeah because you could go back and think about it think about what you did wrong and right and, and you don't rectify yeah. <laughs> but is an open mic for seasoned comics to practice or is it for people coming in who don't know if they want to do comedy or is it for both is there room both, for both yeah. i mean i've had it's some, some of, like our i don't want to name a specific the, date one of our open mics just degraded into every single person is new and every single person is is no idea what they're about to say when they get up there but their friends tell them they're funny so you get those nights yeah. and you get those chunks of time and uh you know you just got to move with it but then we have someone who gets feature work hyenas are with us and they come up and they're just like i got a new joke here it is blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. you can always tell because they'll 
they'll edit on the fly too I've noticed a lot of the better comics will edit themselves as they're on stage they'll be like oh that didn't work and they'll like literally yeah. write their little notepad yeah. 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 which is not necessarily you're all that bad you're yeah. working yeah. Yeah. and you said that That's you said write for. on stage right. Right. Yeah. just keep yeah. writing and so yeah, yeah. with that said you said if you bomb three times so if you have this one joke to this point and you make that note and you come back next week with that adjustment and that didn't work and do you make that next yeah. adjustment on stage? You come back your third consecutive week, and that didn't work. I, I'm voting for the month off. You want the month off? <laughs> <laughs> Something's not working, and it's not that hey, man, you. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I'm a bomb now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it. That, I mean, when you say bomb, I mean it's like you know what constitutes hey. You need to be suspended, or you need to be benched. I mean, did, did the crowd get mad? Is it throwing the hey? Who is this guy? Am I going to come back? And if I see this guy on stage again, just bombed horribly over and over again, or is it a? I didn't have a good set and That's come back and, and try it again. I mean, I don't. If you walk I, a room I, full I, of I comics, you you were terrible. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> what about when you you know? There's times when you've gone, Joan. If you experienced this, you you go on open mic. You're with a bunch of comedians, and sometimes that energy in that room is just it's just not on. But you do the same joke during the show, and there's people paying to see it. Well, it you see what I'm saying? It's almost like well, those are two totally any different yeah, nights. Rooms. You can. I can well, exactly. You take that room full of comics and that joke to work on timing. Don't worry about laughs. If you That's on why your cadence, yeah. approaching the mic, uh, eye contact. How will I pace right here? What's my movement? Then you take all that to the stage in front of this paying crowd, and you worked all that. So now all you have to do is getting comfortable and, and read the room and, and then play to the particular you know side of the room that's actually listening to you. Plus, half the comics yeah, I mean, who do the open mics can do every other comic's entire set because you guys hear each other every day at every open mic. So that's a huge difference. <laughs> you're just looking. You're looking at looking, working on your your technique and your fundamentals. It's almost like practice. You're going to practice in front of other players, and you have got the practice team. If you're in sports, I was, I was yeah. in sports. So then when you go go out yeah, and play, you're going to play yeah. an all new team, right? So right. that's when you go apply your your fundamentals and your technique, and then all the little sauce and stuff you add, all your little tags you and know. all that. That's on the fly. That's as a talent. That takes a skill level. Yeah, that's right? a talent. That's yeah. a talent. So, and and I, I charge any any comic that's listening now or will listen or anyone that's a fan of comedy, comedians in cars getting coffee. Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix. Yes. Look at the episode yeah. where he talks to Steve Harvey. Yes. I'm not going to tell you what was said. Just go watch that episode and pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. That uh, that performing in front of uh, comedians doing the same joke and stuff like that. On one hand, you build uh, camaraderie um, with you know uh, you know a band of brothers you know That's watching right. each other uh, you know, perform okay. and develop. And on the other hand, you can um, get mortal enemies doing the same thing. It's like <laughs> you know, mortal enemies. Yes. Ready. Yeah, because especially like newer comments, hey, I do a joke like that, you know, hey, I do, hey, I can't stand that guy. I mean, you know, something that that gets personal on stage uh, in front of the, you know, the same people over and over again. And then you have the, you know, the people who just, hey, I don't care, I'm not here for you, I'm here for it to, to, to develop my joke, yeah. uh, to be better, uh, and to be professional. And that's another thing, uh, a lot of open mic comics, they don't have that professional edge to know how to perform and uh and to grow it, it's bad sometimes like man you storm on out of here i mean they, they have some dignity man just, yeah just you know hey take take the l and then uh leave yeah take you the know L. and come yeah. back next time 
Hey, you guys are not really hearing me. You, know, you guys are not going to laugh at that? Have a meltdown on stage, Trump. Oh, that, I hate that right. more than anything. When a comic starts yelling at the audience, they're yeah. like, boy, you guys suck. We're like, well, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe they're not in a good mood, but there's a reason. There's could be us. It's our first time together. You, yeah. Could be you. You claim to be a comic. So I, you don't know me. Like, you don't <laughs> know me. <laughs> That's a, yeah, y'all don't know me. Y'all, don't, y'all just don't understand. Now, there are no, crappy crowds out there. No, no, We've had crappy that. crowds, yeah. but, man, this, you know, you hey, said man. that every open mic that the crowd yeah, that's, yeah. At some point, it's not the crowd, right? Yeah. I mean, you can I mean, take some self-deprecating yeah. humor and, and, and try to, you know, get some some uh, some laughs out of that. But when you have a meltdown, personal, and they, okay, this is no longer comedy. Right. This, this is... This is Michael Richards all over it. It seems to me like there's <laughs> that, that it's become a thing. It, it's become that was a good one. Yeah, was it's a become good. a thing where that is part of a person's set. If they they may be oh. <laughs> every week, oh, they're no, not doing. Tell. But they they're just like. I mean, well, if you're doing a character, though, you can tell when people are doing characters. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. there's the nervous guy. Yeah. Who's legit yeah. nervous, and then there's the nervous the guy. Who clearly, it works with his act. The Andy right. Kaufmans and the Mitch Hedbergs, the, the people nervous. that actually you yeah. know within it. They're, oh, okay, you're you're not gonna like this before I even get up here. Yeah, that's correct. The, that's correct. The, but that's the shtick, like, right? Uh, you're nervous like a, black, like a Rod Man. You're like Rod Man. Oh, yeah. He's great. <laughs> we have Rod Man uh, next week at the uh, Arlington Improv, in oh. fact. <laughs> I'm going to come out there, Rod Man. Just quick plug, Rod Man. <laughs> Rod Man. Yeah, you opened it. Yeah, the door was wide open, wasn't it? Yeah, Rod Man's awesome. So what I submit to comedians uh, listening, or those who want to do comedy, I, for me, I like for the open mic, I want to see it to be more of a... a might be asking for a lot, but that's the place where you are birthing something new. Like to give people room to use it for that. Correct. I don't feel like there's enough of that. That's just my own experience. That the expectation is that you walk in there and that baby better be fed, walking and talking. You know, and no, it's like that's where you're birthing something new. Correct. It may not yeah. even have been you're developed the seed yet. And yeah, watering it and giving it for, but at some point it does need to grow. So you need to move out of the way because it has to be a you know an evolution. There has to be a a process. You know, yeah. are you uh, the the, for, the forever open micer? Is that is that your place? Is that a place? Is that is that a is that a thing? Is that a person? Is that it's not a it's not an occupation. It's just something you do. To, hobby. to occupy someone who's trying to get somewhere three to five minutes. So if you get out of yeah. the way, your little collective group of people who want to yeah. be forever open mics, then the real open micers that are trying to get to the next level could maybe do more than three to five. Maybe they can do seven to ten if you go sit down and watch them. And, and that was the point. Way. Yeah, that was the point she right? was making. Now, it, now it's come a full circle because that was her whole point. She's like, you're taking away time from those of us who are more developed or maybe taking this to do some work. And uh, it's you almost know, a joke to you. It, it's a joke <laughs> to you. It's it's not it's development of the craft. It's not. Yeah. I don't. I, well, yeah. no, I wanted to say it without yeah. calling a name, but I don't. It's, it's no way to do it. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I don't want to <laughs> oh. put anybody. Out. Okay, okay. I don't want to hear him say the name. <laughs> you don't understand. Like I'm sitting here. So Paul, no. What is it? What is, what is it? Rhyme with is the question. That what you got, Joe? I'm just joking. Oh, I, I was just going to say, as far as the open mic, and you have a seasoned professional or a working comic that comes in there and, and, and does some uh, good jokes or whatever. It's nothing new. It's not developing anything. Um, that's that's good and bad. I think sometimes if, if you have uh, an open mic that you can 
kind of give credibility to that open mic. Like, uh, you know, the comedy store, open mic, Thursday night, Dave Chappelle, hey, can I do some time? You're supposed to say yes. You're not supposed to look at that as, oh, uh, you're taking time from, um, you know, you know, little comics. You know, you're not supposed to right. look at it like that. On the other hand, open mics are for taking new risks on material. And if you have someone who's seasoned that's trying to do that, I think, you know, that's that's a plus. That's worth yeah, He respects worth the it. game. He respects the craft. He's going to come back to an open mic uh, where he can uh, have that, you know, liberty to, to try new material. Um but I, I, I saw I, I saw Sarah I saw Silver, Sarah Silverman do that right. She started at the Melrose yep. garbage material on a piece of paper, Laugh Factory, Comedy Store, whatever, haha, whatever she did, and made it all the way back for the Late Show and killed with that same little scrappy piece of paper. She was off script, so to speak. But it was to develop, not yeah. just to say I did something Friday because I don't have anything else to do. Oh yeah, didn't take any. I think I'm not going here for glory, not going here for you know for a check. She went there to work it out and make it work for whatever. So we're seeing the spectrum. There there's there's this continuum from again do I want to do comedy? I'm, I'm I'm new at this. I'm not sure. My friends have told me I'm funny, so I show up, I try things out. All the way to again the seasoned comic that stops by and and you know test out their uh, test out their new material. Right. So you're going to fall somewhere on that spectrum. Yes. But it, from what you're saying is a person should be using that open mic if you're serious about comedy. Yes. You should be using that open mic to get yourself on shows or being work preparing bitch. for a show. Yeah. Yeah, you want to work. 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 So coming back to it full circle, it's a competition. So put yourself out there. Right. Make yourself work. better because yeah. you can't book you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't own the club to book you. So if you have the quality material or the persona or the attitude or whatever they're looking for, maybe maybe your negative or pessimistic style attitude towards your material on stage, not like life, just you, you, know, you know, like a Bill Burr, like I think yes. the, the human race should be eradicated type. If you have that kind of added, it might be a balance of a show yeah. where you would fit in perfect, right? You got this happy-go-lucky headliner, but we need this crazy, psychotic middleman, and then you need a really good host yeah, just fits. to open it up, right? There's something for everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, so don't not do your material, but do your material with a purpose, right? Yes. If you're going to be shocked, do that with a purpose. If you're going to be happy-go-lucky, I love life, do that with a purpose. Don't just get up there wasting people's time that's funny i had maybe last year i had a lot of people uh you know i've always been the funny friend yes they're like you should do it you should get on stage and i for a minute i was like you know what maybe i should do this i've been doing this open mic why can't i do it and i sat there and thought about it and i realized i don't want to do all that work and I would end up being one of those open mic guys. Yeah. It's like, I did it for fun. Yeah. I took 10 minutes yeah. and you know I wrote yeah. something and then I did this. And I did it five times in a week. And I would never go any further than that. Because I don't want to put that much work into it. Yeah. And that's and what I, I can tell people. Yeah, exactly. No joke. That's what I've been telling people. How people would ask me, well, what are you doing? I'm like, it's a hobby till it's not. But then you realize. It's work. It's Work. It's, it's work. work. And it's, it's work, work that don't pay you very well that right away. <laughs> like, you gotta. And therefore. Or at all. Oh, oh, can we touch on that right <laughs> which quick? Is what, which is why. If it, it, Marvin, because you go so deep, so I want to make sure oh. that we get into it. We're going to save it for the other side. But that. Side. But I want to. What side are we on? To yeah, that, what side yeah, are we on? That's B side. Track it's three or four of track the three. A side. Yeah. Gotcha. No, but listen, here's what we got coming. Because okay. we ain't even close to being done. We ain't even close to being done. This is the quiz show. I know, right? 
we got we got to talk about because the lady comics, you know, they got questions. You know, the lady comics got questions. We got questions about. Let's see. Did they? I pop think they off? prefer female comic. Female. Well, I think they prefer comic. <laughs> Somebody comic. correct yeah. me. Somebody correct me. Well, no, because I some will say like lady, you know, like female, right. or some don't like comedian. The word comedian, I e n e, yeah, uh, they don't like. I just that prefer to say male comic. <laughs> Everybody's a male comic. Everyone's a male comic. Everybody's a male comic. So we got to cover that. I want you guys to give us. Uh, the business side of it so that comedians have an understanding of oh, it's so different. how much work you put in. Okay, yeah. um, We've already said, first and foremost, that it's about being funny. It's about committing to whatever it is that Comedy you do. Comedy has no color or gender. Comedy has no color or gender. You're that, you're... If, if it's funny, it's funny. If it's funny, funny is funny. Funny is funny. Get that on a shirt. Get the, get Put the, metal speak on the back. T-shirt. Funny is funny on the front. T-shirt <laughs> with tacos. Um, so we we definitely got to cover that. I'm trying to think. There were two other questions that I had that I definitely want to make sure I get to before we get to the other side. But what did I, what did I tell you, Middle Speak family? This is this is what we do here. We we address uh, the topics and and the questions and the concerns of people who uh, you know it, it's driving you crazy. You know you've always wanted to know about an open mic. You've wanted to have the understanding from a, a manager, uh, comedy producer's perspective. And we've got Joe Fox. we got Marvin Michaels in oh. the house. So they're coming with that. Young Joe. Not just. We're just missing like a forever open micer. Like, we're missing a forever. <laughs> it might be me. I don't know. We need but. someone to call in. Anybody that's. Do you got another line available? We do. Can we do can, we can conference call. I, I, I don't want to. I have, we don't want to call no names, but you know who you are. That's another thing. You've I didn't going get the up number since out. Since ninety one, I didn't get, I didn't get the number weeks. out. Two one four seven one seven. When back door wasn't even Not when back when back door was off Buckner. That's how I mean, you still going to improvisation. Improvisation. Before Millie Vanilli broke up. That's hilarious. So, so. So, yeah, so what, let me give you the number if you want to call because we're going to take a break. But we're, we're, a lot more to come on the other side. Oh, we take commercial breaks? We do. We pay. We pay, up in the world, we pay bills nice here, stuff. folks. This is our show now. This is, this nice. is our show. Will and Marvin. <laughs> Will and Marvin. 214. Marvin and Will. It's like a. 717 4678. Delilah. Again. Will and Marvin. After Delilah dark. is my hero. 214. <laughs> Except I'd have to I'd have to talk you like this. Two one four seven one seven four six seven eight. You are listening to the Middle Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Prn.us. Don't forget to download the free app on your smartphone and tablets, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in.
Radio show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Welcome back and to welcome Will and Marvin. It's the Will and Marvin show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I like it. I like it. Uh, I will be uh, handing the show over. This is my last. <laughs> Thank last you. Last week. It's a prime spot. We wanted it. It's it's nice. been real. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, for the past nine months, and um, I'm just grateful uh, to have had your ear. Next week's show is about driving slow in the left-hand lane, mm-hmm. so uh, and drive-throughs. Yes, yeah. in, in, a, in, a, in a hemi, in a, in a dually. In a dually. Oh. I don't know either. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> Who am I? I'm Latanya Davis, and I'm the host of the Middle Speak Radio Show, the formerly known as the host of the Middle Speak Radio Show, <laughs> and I am sitting in with. Will Sanamo from the Arlington Improv, 
and Mr. Marvin Michaels. How do what's your title now? What do just, I mean? I'm just Marvin Michaels. He's man. Marvin you, Michaels. He's you don't have to you know me. Yeah, have that's to, cool enough. Yeah, man. You ain't don't even have gotta to know, know him. It's, it's it's all good. We are talking today I on the Middle Speak Radio Show, almost like a therapy clinic for for comedians. To, to uh, we're providing the a uh, business side of the house. Uh, for uh, comedians, for those of you who don't know, I, I at times wear a comedy hat, and so I like to specifically address the issues going on uh, with the comedy family. And, um, you know, the show overall is having the discussions uh, about social and um, um, individual problems and issues uh, that cause us imbalance. And uh, I have the philosophy that knowledge. Uh, it, it pretty much solves all, but you got to know how to apply the knowledge that you learn. So that's what we do here. We have the conversations, let you get the information, get the knowledge, get the resources so that you can bring them into your life and um, hopefully level up. I mean, knowledge is required just not only for survival, but it's required for us to evolve. And uh, we got to have space to do it. So that's what we do here. Today has been a pretty powerful conversation. We had Joe Fox on with us, a uh, comedian out of L.A. Uh, in the first hour. Just, you know, giving some perspective about um, about doing comedy. Uh, we define the comedian, we define the comic, and uh, we kind of establish that uh, stand-up competitions and open mics are for you to get in front of uh, show producers and um, you know audition yourself and to develop yourself within the craft. This hour we are going to address some of the questions that were presented on Facebook, and uh, because I want to make sure everybody gets what they need. Okay, that's the whole point of this. So some of the comedians who happen to have vaginas, they, <laughs> say that they. They it and you go well, maybe we do maybe all I don't know not everybody identifies as such. Don't assume my gender. <laughs> we can't say females, right? Can we say females? Can uh, we say women comics? Lady comics. Lady comics. I say ladies. Comics it's, who it's are a ladies. Mixed bag. I am. It is. Uh, no, come on, Marvin. No, I thought you were going to do the question. I thought you were going to do the question. I'm going to do the question, but I want your thoughts in the meantime. Well, I want to to address it specific to the question. If it's relative to, I don't like being called, your next female comic coming to the stage, I don't understand that complaint. Be you a feminist or not, I just don't understand because regardless of what I call you, I could say the next brick coming to the stage. Do your jokes. You're up there for you and the crowd. You're not up there for the host and the MC. I mean, I, I've, I've done a show where the MC said, next to the stage is Marvin, then drop the mic on the floor. Wow. Not the ideal did approach. That, did, I'd rather did, him call me a female comic. Didn't and that left bug the mic. you, though? Like, but what, I, it wasn't my place to be like, and he's a bad person, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, I picked that it up make and a did bad my person, show, right? You I can mean, say, hey, man, don't drop the mic on the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I understood what it was, right? It was initiation of short sorts because it was like one of my first times at the Melrose Improv. But I left it alone. I wasn't worried about him dropping the mic. Yeah. I was worried about my set. I get that. So yeah, I just yeah. picked it up and did my set, regardless of this comic and this mic on the floor, because I was there for my jokes and getting what I've been working on out. And I hadn't been working on approaching the mic with the, uh, the mic from the ground, so I picked it up and yeah. And I'm not saying stand. like I'm not saying hold on to that, yeah. but it, yeah. if if it happened to you all the time, oh, it would happen you'd all eventually the time. say, hey, come on, this, uh, well, it was the same person all the time, <laughs> yeah. right? But even if it wasn't, if it was every MC you ever dealt with, but, uh, but that's me. That's me on stage. I'd be like, all right, must, that must be what it is. <laughs> just what I, yeah, I, I got to grab it and keep growing, right? I, that's just my opinion. But you know, that's me as a male, and not, not even as a male, just as a, a fan of comedy. 
because they'll say one of the funniest female comics of all time, and they'll mention an Ellen or Whoopi Goldberg or whomever they mention. Yes. I don't think they're anywhere saying. I wish they'd stop saying I'm the funniest. One of the funniest. They're probably. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. But I'm just saying. But it's, it's, it's in the same vein. If you're coming up to the stage. And, and it happens sometime. If there's a mixed show, they'll be like, "Oh, I got your first Hispanic, or I got your first Latino, or our first here's here's the diversity part of the show. Here's the black. <laughs> they'll do that yeah. all the time, right? Here's the diversity <laughs> part. Yeah, you know, no one's like, "Ah, right. don't call right. me diverse." <laughs> I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's what it is. Let it go. It's the equal opportunity yeah. hour. Yeah. And then, the then people, that's self-explanatory when you walk up there, right? Here, here's what I think people are addressing, and I, I'm just being a conduit. I'm just being a voice. So. There are certain uh, psychological triggers, and I think what people are saying sometimes is if you say female comic or female comedian or woman comedian, that it may trigger in some people. Uh, women aren't funny. By virtue that women aren't funny. That, that, that's an old So with that said, when I see you. And you're saying. You can overcome that regardless of what is being said. If you're yeah, funny, right, sure. if you're funny, yeah, yeah. yeah. But why, when you why walk up there and you have a dress, or if you're a female, regardless, because if they like, wait, do y'all see this fool when they come? You know, yeah. you got to overcome. You're still gonna be a woman when you get up there. You're still gonna be a woman when you get up there. So I've called yeah. you one or not, they still will have that trigger. Like, oh, there's a woman. Because you could not it ain't like you perform behind <laughs> the curtain. Because you could <laughs> not say, here comes a male comic, and then he gets up and he's not funny. You know what I'm saying? So, in other words, it doesn't matter what you said before that person got on stage. That person has to bring it once they get on stage. Once they get on stage. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. I mean, why specify? I don't, like, why? It's not, I, I agree. It's not necessary. Yeah, but if just, you're hosting an MC and you're just trying to get the show moving, and it's been four or five guys, and it's getting kind of humdrum, and they've been terribly boring, and the crowd's maybe like, ah, oh, I can't wait for this. Is over. That's the like, situation. But, like, I've had shows where I've had an MC that was like, oh, look, another female comic for y'all. And okay, I had to yeah. get down. It was like, well, fucking stop saying it. Oops, sorry. Oh, oh, it. There it it's was okay. right there. We're good. Killing it right there. Hey, a like, slip, stop saying that. A slip like, here and there. A slip here, here and there. there. It wasn't a Me Too movement. It was just more. a, man, you are, yeah. like, what's the point? Why are you pointing it out? Like, You're like dude. Call uh, the comics up. Yeah. Here, here's what I'm going to say, and I, I do agree. Like I say, I always try to find that balanced perspective. I get what you're saying. It's almost like what do we really want? Do we want to just be comedians? But then there's times where we do. We want to be acknowledged as women. Like acknowledge that I'm a woman. See me that I'm a woman. But don't say I'm a woman. So it's oh, like we gotta weird. we yeah. gotta find. We, and we do. We pick and choose when yeah. we when we want it to matter. I think yeah. in some instances. So maybe what it is is you know just throwing it out there to anyone who hosts. There's a comedian coming to the stage. But I get it. If you but, have, if yes. you have five dudes in a yes. row, and, and you know, and, and the show's going, be like, you know what? Hey, we got our first. Hey, we got a lady, that's and totally that, that's just to it's get the crowd back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it, you can't. You, it may be this subconscious, and you think the crowd's going to think this. Stop worrying about what you think the crowd's going to think. Go do your show, do your show. Yes. and let them say she was funny, or that comic was funny. You were very funny. They're not going to say, yes. "Oh, as a lady, you were funny." No, they're going to say, "Oh, you were funny. You were very funny." Yeah, yeah. If you're funny, if, if you're, funny. you're not. Regardless, you're a male or a female. That's what they say. Well, yeah, uh, nice try, type of deal, yes, as opposed yes. to you were funny. Or no, there's no eye see. contact, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just walk by. Oh, yeah. They got merch. Let's walk the long way out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out the fire exit down the stairs. Wow, would you look at that exit? <laughs> Here's a question for Will. Uh oh. Okay. Will said he's going to be straight up. Okay. How come they don't? And this is from Facebook. 
How come they don't have many female comedians in the improv rotation getting booked to host or featured for road comics? Uh, it's like they use the same females over and over again. To be fair, it seems like they use the same men over to over and over too. Just wondering if they want to expand their roster. Are there a certain number of slots? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's totally right. Um, with us, for some reason, like I'll notice that hyenas they can book local comics every single yes. weekend. Uh, we tend to get all of our headliners. They bring their own support now, over and over, and they bring their same people. Like Monique was just here, and it, she's got Tone X. She's had Tone X for years. Yes, you yes. know we had um, Rod- Rodman's coming up. He's bringing his own people. Yes. I want. I want to put locals yeah. on these shows. Yeah. Um, as far as the Arlington one, yeah, I think we have a very specific set of people that I know could do well. I mean, I could name them because it's you not a bad need thing. Them. You need people to do well i know you need and to know yeah, right? because of the lack of spots that we have i kind of i do tend to just lean to that well i know keelana can handle this or yes. you know or yeah. i know that lamar can do that you know yeah. what i mean and you have and to it's hard not to just because yeah. we get so few and far between but like, who asked who asked that question i think and where are they in the comedy game they might think that they're funny or they may think they can handle right. it. oh i'm not trying to attack her no i'm not i'm not attacking i'm not attacking but they say they want to be real but where are you in the game right is that something you can do i mean and when i was doing hosting spots at the improv i was more than gracious to get the call are right. you are you do you come with this don't call me a female mentality are you coming with this i need to have the perfect setup are you coming with this i can only do four of the five shows like how easy are you to work with i was very easy you called me i was there 30 yeah. 40 minutes early you have to look at yourself also yeah. they may not be calling you for a reason do you smoke and drink at the open mics are you a bit of a difficult person at the open mics what is your what is your so professionalism yeah, yeah there's a thousand little things yeah. you got to think about yeah, yeah. don't uh, they didn't call me well that's probably why go up there on those nights they did and call you just in case something happens. I perform many a nights because. Oh yeah, we've had that. Cheryl Underwood had a, a. I was I was at a show where the host did her and blah blah, and she had the stomach problem and she had to get out and they put me up because I was there as the feature. I mean, as the no, it was only a two person show, oh. but yeah, but they were just trying to fill a spot because she had, she kept running to the bathroom restroom. Oh wow. But, just be there. Go to the space and and yeah. see what it's about and talk to. Don't why they didn't call me. Well. So, and that person they call course, is enjoying it. There's personal bias. Yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. know, if if I befriend someone and they do a good job, I'm gonna keep using them. <laughs> like, and that sucks. And I that like exists, your honesty, but, though. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of. And that's what was necessary for today. I think what we. Even myself included, I'm with everybody else. I'm going to complain. Like, I'm going to complain if you see certain things are a certain way. But I think when you know, when you have an understanding of the why, then you got to go, yeah. Lamar Jones is the best example I can think of. We use him a lot. He's he's solid. And good. he's up there. And he's and been he, there. Every time I talk with him, we have a good banter. Yeah. We don't text each other. We don't hang out. But every time I see him, we have a, an interesting conversation, or we joke around with each other. Yep. And him and I have developed a working friendship. Yes, and that's how it works. Yes. So yeah, when I have an open yeah. spot, I'm gonna throw him in there, as it should be. And I think that that's what. Uh, but that's gonna ele- yeah. elevate. That's gonna elevate his game too. It's important to stay. And in he's a veteran. And he's a veteran. It's been his time. To me, it's been his time to do that but because he's already at that next level. I don't know level. with veterans the right word because I've seen Lamar's. 45 minutes set it had a lot of pauses ums and stalls and waits and stumbling around how y'all doing and give it up for the women 
that's not a set, right? That's trying to fill time. Then I like Lamar. I like his cadence. I like his material. I like his persona and his. Ex- but it's not. He's a good feature, I think. Yeah. He's he's working his way into a good feature spot. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's a headliner. Yeah. But like quality material, like the feature didn't show up. Something happened. I need you to stretch it another fifteen minutes right. on top of your forty-five. Could you do an hour? So let's speak to that. That's not where he is, in my opinion. With well, solid material. Yeah. But what you just said, I love, though, because you're actually, and see, it's just revealing itself. So, therefore, people like a, almost like a corporation, you find who you are in this, in this thing, in this industry. Am I a open micer? Am I a feature? Do I have headliner potential? Am I a person who's just a working comic and I work different clubs and different showcases and shows and things like that? So, is that something that you would suggest comedians do find out yeah but i mean they, find they don't have to find they're, they're not going to have to they're, they're being told to a yeah. certain degree did he did, did they call you well you kind of know your position right now right <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, not an, oh, yeah. you're an open micer you're not a you're feature not, or yeah. open or mc at the improv or major hyenas or improv as far as dallas goes right yeah. uh are you traveling are people calling you for shows on the road is someone taking you with them I mean, I traveled with Jeremy Hotz, what, two or three years? Because he chose to take me with him. And I did my writing with, like, um, the Jeff Dunhams and the, the, those guys because I was at the improv. They said, well, who's one of your best writers? Mentioned my name. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah. And you find out your position over time. I didn't, I didn't not, not in a boastful way, but I didn't, I didn't know, I guess, there's more, a, more, more, more of a way to say it, that I could do that until they called me in and said XYZ would like you to work with them. Got it. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know I could do that. And I did. Right? Yeah. So it, you, so that's when I say you're being told, to a certain degree, it, it'll, it'll show itself. The opportunity itself. Yeah, will. it'll show itself. Jerry Seinfeld said that. He said, uh, God, it was in the new season, but I can't remember who he was talking to. And he said, like, the wheels of comedy are always turning, and it will churn you out. Like, if you are not... That was the Ellen one, I think. Is it Ellen? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And he said it's, you know... And I think the question kind of was, look at these people that are coming in, who we essentially are saying are open micers. He said, eventually, you know, it will spit you out at some point. You're going to keep doing it and turning your wheels. Um, On that point, too, do you guys think that people have a capacity for how good they're going to get no matter how they how much they work. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't. I think I mean it does it does need a certain level of talent, but yeah. if you work and you pay attention and you adapt and you learn, you can do anything. With with the talent. And that's part of the and someone just made a comment online. That's part of the accountability. If you're not paying attention to the crowd, yeah. if you're not paying attention to like the evolution and movement of comedy around you, something like Lamar starting to get that work, but why? Like, go check out Lamar and see why he's getting that work or why he's, you know. Yeah. And, and then it's it's five other clubs. I mean, yes. go to all of them, figure out who those yeah. who those spots are going to. Don't don't yeah. pigeonhole yourself. So yeah, it has it's, it's a huge deal to do with uh, talent, but also paying attention. Simply paying attention will get you in this writing and paying attention and a. There's so much. Really. Look at the, it really is. Look at the Steve. It's, it's Nothing, just be awesome, and you're good. Nothing. <laughs> but, uh, but to your point, Lamar, it's Lamar Jones who gave me the uh, from day one. He always said, "It's not just about being funny." Correct. Yeah. It's we, business. We have, Talk to the mic. We have writing level. We have writing <laughs> sessions. We have like a, a guy named Paul Luther who was in the game. 
between years before he just stepped stepped out. But we have like we I say high level. We have writing sessions like one on one with like Lamont. So we brought him in and we you would break down your set and say let's let's massage. Let's get rid of the fat. You're saying too much when it's implied. You know, just to look at you, we can tell you you're a dad. You got a beard, <laughs> slight little pot belly. So yeah, you're not just a sing- <laughs> you're not just a single man moving around. You got other things going on. I take offense to what he just said. <laughs> no, just, as a female comic, I take <laughs> offense. <laughs> Do you have kids, Will? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. He's like, yeah, certain I things are implied. You don't have to. So let's cut the fat and go straight into what your good stuff is, which is your material. So yes. I'm just, and, and I was, and, and a, that's the transition into. We would tell Lamar. So he was saying, what makes an elite comic? So you take all these Seinfelds or Ellens or Tiggs or whomever you take. There is no one else like them, right? Yes. There's only one, whomever that is. So if you look around locally, how many Lamars are there? Just that one Lamar with that cadence, that look, that sound. Level. Celebrity that's is a good kinda, example. That's kind of yeah. why he's where he is, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why he gets the call. This is a unique, one-of-a-kind, in-the-area comic. Let's put him up and get him some major exposure. Yeah. Which, back when we started, the the guy was a Paul Varghese. He was an yes. Indian comic doing some mainstream stuff. He's clean. It's funny. It's fresh. It's new. Uh, Arian Arianpour back in the day, uh, uh, Jason James, who was like kind of a, a Lewis Black, but just more, a little bit more intelligence, a little bit crazier uh, to me. Um, but yeah, that's why they elevated to a certain level. They were unique in their space yeah. at the time, right? Okay, so I was just doing a little sound check. Um, and to that, so a person finds themselves, develops themselves, they know you know, where they are as far as the comedy game goes. How do they then, excuse me, how are they setting themselves up and positioning themselves to get work to, if a slot does open up? Create relationships. Yes. Send a veil. Yes. Like, be present. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, be funny. That's what I'm saying. Go to the club. How do I know, how do I know you even want to? You do a couple of open mics, you see me as a manager of a club owner, whatever, you, hey, you move on. Ask the question. You have any guest sets? Can I do a guest set? You want to be called in and, and rolled out the red carpet to MC? Ask for a guest set. Yeah. Ask headliners if you can get guest sets. Most comics understand that the, the, the yeah they've all started. Yeah, they've already are. had yeah. that. Some of them, if you they you might not know them. They won't know you. But you say I'm a local and I just want to do a three five. If it's all right, man. If it's all right with you, management said I could do it. Is that green light? Yeah. And that's where it starts. I mean, right now everyone's doing, like I said, doing the back room of, of a coffee house and the strip club down on the corner, and they get to promote their own show because every you know every club wants to kind of do some more alcohol sales, so they give you a night, right. but that does not warrant you to be a good club ready comic, right? You're just funny talking on stage in front of five <laughs> of your friends and five more that somebody else you invited. I'm not in a negative sense because I've been there. I did, we, we, when we did the grill, it was four people out there, and it was that was that, but. But you're being honest and yeah. giving the real. I think that's another thing that th- can be difficult about this, too, is needing the reality check. Because you're already sensitive about what you're doing, you know, uh, any kind of. You're going to have a real criticism. tough time if you have a thin skin. Yeah, in this, <laughs> yes, in this industry. Yeah. It, will, it will mess you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whether you're a comic <laughs> or even guys like us, we will, are hated, we are loved. Like, yeah. you get a lot. You get all the spectrums. you got to deal with it, you know? How do you all, how how do you deal with it? You've just I learned cry that at night the all the time. <laughs> I know, Every Will. Every night. You Box of tissue so by the bed. It's rough. <laughs> you get up, you look, put yeah. your boots on one at a time, and you go out the next day. So for you all, is you... 
approach it. Look, it's just business. This is what I do. Well, you, well, you organically, I, organically, I grew into it. So yeah. you just develop it over time. Yeah, you I, might, it might have been your background as a kid getting beat up or jumped a rough neighborhood. So you develop a thick skin anyway, right? Over, but who cares about what this person I don't really know? Or, you know, if your mama talked bad about you, who was this stranger? <laughs> this stranger has no, yeah. <laughs> has nothing on my mama. Yeah. So that type of thing. So well, some people are brokenness. There's yeah, a lot of yeah, brokenness yeah. in the industry in and of itself. Oh, for sure. People Correct. are drawn Correct. to it. It's funny, the uh, owner of Fishbowl, Sammy, she said, look, creative people are, are off. Like, And there's you know, a lot of people that will take advantage of that. Yeah. And, right. and, you know, that makes me sad, too. But <laughs> It makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you ain't the one. So yeah, Will ain't the not, one. It's not going to be, like, I'm going to yeah. do the best to not do that. Correct. Yeah. You know, you just got to make your situation and the situation around you better. Okay. So I want to make sure that question was answered Come as far on. as the female thing is. I mean. I think you did. And. and, and, and and that's it's clearly opinionated to a certain degree. And is it going to stop? Not overnight. I'm just saying don't get wrapped up in that one word, female. If you're going to let that throw off your whole set, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't let that be the deal. But Yeah. I think. Uh, and it, the reason we don't get spots is because we don't have spots to give half the time. Yeah. It's one. It's one spot, right? <laughs> they ain't got none. Four, so if it's Maybe four, four weekend a month. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying. And if they don't bring their whole show, because, right, DL yeah, used to bring the whole show. They bring their whole show. The whole show. And or we have yeah, very it's, it's specific rough. guidelines. Yeah, I yeah. was this last oh, couple I, weeks. There's been a couple comics who have given us very specific guidelines. That correct. Find me a local comic that this, 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 and this. And, <laughs> you know, they don't, I, and I, don't I, say I, this, and you can't say that. And oh, I, mean, well, I, I was that, but, yeah. kicked off the Aerie Spear show because he thought, as a mainstream non-urban comic, he thought I was too urban. I didn't get it. But I, I mean, and then like as far as I mean, thick skin, I got, hood, I got my one check, and I said thank you yeah. to yeah. the club owner because I'm more, I have more allegiance to the club owner yeah, than I do to Aries, and I hurt his feelings. Yeah, it didn't hurt my feelings. You walk out we've and had, go on with your had life. Headliners turned down um, MCs, and it, you know, yeah, the next week they were it, on a different show for yeah, us. Yeah, like, yeah. keep yeah. It moving. You don't, you don't worry about all that. Don't. Yeah. I, I didn't worry about. So you want to get spot, or you want to worry about being called a female? I mean, what? Not that that should be the balance, but it's a word that you can. Overlook to an extent. No, it's not even a derogatory word. Yeah. It's literally your gender. I mean, hey, like, yes. you female have an, comic. You have ex, nothing derogatory. Ex, ex chromosomes. Yeah, nothing derogatory. <laughs> nothing yeah. slanderous. You're just coming up. And I understand they're they they don't like it, but also don't let it interrupt your show and your flow. Right. That's all I'm saying. If you don't like it, cool. Don't let it Disproof interrupt who you are on yeah. on stage. Let me see in the comments. Oh my God! I there were, were a lot of comments from Kalana and Chris Brown and yeah, I they were. Did, and and Lauren. You just I let it go. You just ignored them. I, Some of the best comics working in the Dallas yeah. area. You just left them. God, this man. That's you guys. Put, well, you know what? When you guys said you were taking that's why the next show. week. <laughs> next Will, week. Will and Marvin in the morning. And the, we're taking. We're, we're addressing everyone's comments as soon as they happen. Maybe. Okay, yeah, Kalana Guaranteed. said. Guaranteed. No one ever said. Okay, so let's see. Kalana says, yes, yeah, she's never heard anyone say that there's a male coming to the stage. It's just not going to happen. Hey, I'm going to throw this not out there. True. I found out that Linnell does not particularly care to have other females on her set. Mm-hmm. So, How you like that? I'm just saying. We don't have to call you female comic at all. You won't be on the show. You won't even be on the show. Don't worry about it. You won't even be on the show. So just kind of throwing that out there for for perspective, right? That's a woman. Let's see what else we got. Um, Let's see. I'm beneficial. Blah, 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 blah. I missed a lot, apparently. (laughs) So sorry, guys. Uh, Anybody else got any questions? Let me see. So we only had the one. Have to hold these comedians accountable. 
there are too many unprofessional comics who BS and don't study the art or how a show should go. And that, so it's kind of an old adage type of deal where you learn the rules so you know what you're breaking. I think yeah. a lot of them aren't learning yeah. what comedy is. Yeah. As a lot far of them think comedy up. is what the open mic is. And yeah. That is not, is not comedy. Yeah. That is, yeah. Don't go in, like, okay, I'm going to go support my buddy. I'm going to go into the club. I'm going to go stand in the back. I'm not going to get a ticket. I'm not going to buy anything. I'm just going to clap, and then I'm going to leave. Correct. And, I mean, like, that's not supporting your buddy. No. That makes your buddy look worse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, like, oh, this is all you can bring. Or as a comic, they go up and, you know, they do the same sort of thing. Like, just ask. Yeah. You know, if we got room, hell yeah, go stand in the back. You're good. Yeah. But don't just walk in there like you own the place and do stuff like sit that. In, yeah, yeah, sit in the back. And, yeah. and, and I've seen that a lot back and forth. on. I kind of keep my ears to the streets, if you will, on Facebook. And that, a lot of disrespect in the, yeah. this, be it a bar, bar room or not, disrespect in the club of thinking you have free reign to do yeah. as you wish because I mean, your buddy's on the show. Buy a million dollars worth Correct. of stuff, but just say, hey, is respect. it cool if I yeah. go stand and, and watch? And yeah, watch. go. Yeah. There does seem be to respectful. be. I, I see that too. Like there's an, it's a sense of entitlement, right? Well, I come yeah, to the open mics. I come to open mic. Yeah, this is my club. I do this thing. Right. But you, you're not a comic. You're not funny. You're not entertaining. I don't know who you are. You're not spending any money. You could stay home and it'd be the same thing as you coming. <laughs> this is what I tell people. I, I will buy a ticket. I literally, I will go to a comedy show. Yeah, you tried to buy I tickets will, for I, me. I, I, yeah. I buy tickets. I mean, because who I'm not special. I come in. I buy my two drink minimum or two item minimum. Try the salmon at the improv. It's delicious. But, yeah, you know, you, you get my point. It's a matter of when you say you support comedy, do you really support I, comedy? I headline improv. I did headline hyenas. I've traveled. I've written network cable. I've got my little list of credits for me. Yeah. I went to a show last week and I paid $25 to go in and enjoy Tony Roberts because I wanted to support comedy and my friend Tony Roberts. Like, I will support. And I, and that's, I, I am a comic. Yes. I, I do comedy. That's what I did or do. I meant to ask you that. Are you, st- are you, do, I, you do stand-up at all anymore? Hearing, like, I'll do, quick plug, Truth and Comedy tonight with Byron Stamps. Yes. I'll do that tonight. Okay. Um. Are you picking and choosing shows? Yeah, days? kind of to a certain degree. Why? I mean, not that they've been thrown at me, but I just if I'm able to get in and I'll, I'll mull it over and I'll think about it, and then I'm like, ah, I do it. Why are you picking and choosing? You're not about that life anymore. Uh, Tell the people. They not braggy, know. but I, to a certain degree, I can. I mean, I mean, like if I know I can you do a twenty minute, I know I got twenty minutes. Okay. Or can you do X Y Z? I know I got thirty minutes. Or I know I can entertain this type of crowd. And it's just really contingent upon. Like, you know, kids and family and all that. You just, oh, yeah. Sometimes you want to see them. They're four and three, and they just look silly. Yeah, that's and nice. Just, that you can, you just want to be in that space sometimes. Like, I yes. have hell with that. Yeah. But, and I bet you got to this position because you were a nice guy. Yeah. You created relationships. You learned. And you I, paid attention. I took, I, took, I took my booze. And not to say I was <laughs> hilarious on stage every time. I was booed off stages, and I've had my pit. But you, you pick your, you know, you pull you and, and you keep doing it. You keep writing. And then... And, and, yeah, and yeah. be respectful. You treat everybody with with kind words, and I mean, you just be that. Even if you're difficult on stage, like you're, you know, it seems like I can't keep bringing him up, but he's just like seems like he's difficult on stage. Bill Burr, like, oh my god, but cool, just regular people, right? Just, just, just down to earth, telling your story, finding yeah. your voice. Try not to be a, a diva yeah. of sorts, yeah. like. It, 
you haven't earned that yet, right? I could if Chappelle like Chappelle came to improv. I don't know how many years ago that was. It was post his meltdown or whatever, and then he came back and it, but he, and he was to, to a certain degree difficult, right? He stayed in his bus behind the improv, and they knocked on the door when it was time. He walked straight to the stage, did his show, walked straight back to the bus, and you weren't supposed to interrupt him. But but it was Chappelle, right? He's kind of earned that to yeah. a certain degree. Yeah, we have a couple comments. Yeah, like he kind of earned that. Or it's like, please just yeah, I'm out. Just let is me. that yeah. DL? Is DL Hugo like that? No, I noticed no. you don't Arsenio. see. I don't see Arsenio's him. Arsenio's a good one. Okay. He, he, he goes right to the green room, goes right to the stage, yeah. goes right back to the green room, and leaves. Like, yeah, he doesn't mess around. He comes, he does his show, puts on a great show, yeah, and, and yeah. then takes off. Yeah, and, leave. It would, it would, and yeah, it's Arsenio. Sure, yeah. go you ahead. Don't, you don't have a problem with that. You know, <laughs> I, don't. Energy, I don't. There's, there's an energy. I, I think also, too, people don't understand, like, you're already giving yourself to people yes. when you're – the comedy yeah. is like, I'm taking everything I am – I'm going to give it to you. Puking yes. it onto you guys. Puking it out. <laughs> I don't have any more to uh, give. Yeah, there's nothing yeah, left. There's All that's left, left is you to tell me about you and your story. And, but they'd have to do that with 400 people. Man. So you can understand I'm going straight to it's the bus. Yeah. I can't. Man. Yeah. Yes. I can't do that. But then there's dudes like, like this weekend we have TK Kirkland. Oh. Nicest dude. I, I, like, TK, I talked to him. He, he, he sits at the bar before the show. And then he goes on stage. And then he goes and he talks to everyone yeah. as they're leaving. Yeah. You know? And he's like, hey, you know, you know takes pictures. But TK is awesome yeah. like that. And then though. goes sit at the bar yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool yeah. dude. Or uh, Craig Robinson. Craig no. Robinson, when he was here last year at the improv, every single night he stayed for like two hours to DJ for the crew. Wow. Oh, that's pretty cool. And just have a good time yeah. and hang wow. out. And we all drank. Yeah. And it was, it was the yeah. best. Like, I mean, that dude. Those are cool. I, yeah. I enjoy those type of. And they have it together. And they have it together. They have it together. Yeah, yeah. Extroverted That's their energy. Kind of, That's their energy. Kind of person. So let's. We're we're winding down in that last half hour. I want to let's give give the people what they need. Give the people. Let's what give the people need. the what Will they and need. Marvin show in the morning. <laughs> On the Will and Marvin show. So in the midday. I told and you. Night. I told you and I'm bad at hosting. <laughs> and you drive. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 24-hour show. Yeah, I'm so parched. You did this last time. What happened? And you're gonna you're gonna add it. I said let's let's walk the person who is on this path to success. Now keep in mind, my understanding is there's only like a point zero one percent slot that you're gonna be a Kevin Hart. Like there's just not everybody ain't gonna be a Kevin Hart. Is okay. that you know what I mean? Just just being realistic. Given that there's only one right now, so yes, I yeah. agree with you. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent chance that you're not going to be a Kevin Hart, but you want to be a working comic. You want to be at least what is success? What is success locally? Ooh, locally, it's hard to say. Cause to me, success locally was to be no more, no longer local, right? Okay, that's you wanted to in travel. My mind. Yeah, get okay. out, move, take it. Um, as far as locally, right? But okay. nationally, you know how, how how big everyone know your name? Uh, HBO special, Showtime they want a special, Netflix, a Comedy uh, Central, doing uh, leaving, coming back, doing the what's this thing over here? The Cowboys, AT and T. You know, let's fill yeah. it up with two hundred thousand, however many it hold five hundred thousand people, and just for you, right? I mean, yeah. it depends on what you're. What? Why do you start it? So let's start ground level. You're an open micer. Is it to be able to get on any open mic in the city or to get to host the improv mm-hmm. or doing the, the guest set at the improv or feature set, then you, you're successful. You succeeded in what you wanted to do. Yes. Or is it to be a working comic, right? Yeah. And so and you do different shows? Yeah, like yeah. your Steve Trevino or your someone like that that started in this market or a, was um, 
He was literally a door guy in essence. Yeah, 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 he was a door guy when we started out, and then now he's a touring comic. Uh, came up through what Mencia, I guess it was, or was yeah. it a Lopez? I, uh, I can't so. remember which. Or, or is it uh, a Tone Bell, or is it Cristela Alonso, who literally was the ticket lady? Um, I, I'm sorry, I said lady, but she took tickets, and she's a female at the, the improv. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to people anymore. But she's now, but she had a, you know, then she had a show, right? Then yeah. she's she's obviously transcended. Is that success? That's I mean, it, it, it just depends on where you are and what, what you want out of it, right? And we have the other end of the spectrum. Our, our I call him our Jamie Gravy. He's our Jamie Gravy. Uh, did you ever meet Jamie Gravy? I did not. You did. You know what? You, you've you've been successful, but you failed at that. You missed out an opportunity to talk to Jamie, Jamie Gravy. Gravy. No, but he just had the goal. I'm going to New York. I'm gonna go pursue uh, whatever comedy brings to him, whether that yeah. be you know special, uh, doing acting classes, forever doing open micer, for, <laughs> forever open micer <laughs> in I New York. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a yeah. person has to define what success is to them Correct. as a comedian. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first step. So a person wants to be a local working comedian. What's the path? Starting with open mic. What do they need to do? And I think we've kind of. I want to sum it up for someone listening. I think we said it before. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. work, right? Develop relationships. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Make <laughs> make yourself available and, and cross over. And, and I, I forgot. I forgot to address this. There's a lot of little pockets of little white comics, and it's a lot of little t- Latino. And here's the, the black yeah. rooms. Dude, comedy is so universal now. We're so past Def Jam and comic. You know. Yeah. It is. Get out there and, 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 and watch it happen. Look at, uh, to me, like a Roy Woods Jr. or a, um, who's an, it seems urban, but it's very, very crossover. He's, he's talking about black issues in a, in a cross mainstream way. Uh, I'm making it funny, relating it to sports and man, woman, black, white. Very, very clever in his writing and comedy and delivery. Don't, don't limit yourself. So go to, go to these different rooms, but also go to, uh, and I, when I say go stand in the back of the room, uh, Witherspoon, uh, different comics like cultural diversity on their show. Mm-hmm. So go and just be in the room at those shows also. Yeah. Don't just go see what's the long face guy, Ryan Hamilton or whatever is the uh, Ryan something, but don't just go to those where it's going to probably be a predominantly white room instead in the back and oh, try yeah, yeah, yeah. include yourself in, in, in the DL shows and yeah. the TK Kirkland and the, 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 all these other racially and, yeah. and, and diverse just c- comics. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and see what you get and see what you learn and listen to how they deliver in their jokes. And as a white, female, lady, non-male person, <laughs> you, can, you can pick up something, right? I'm not saying steal, but watch their delivery yeah. method. Watch how, they're, how, watch how those crowds, yeah. 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 And you yeah. can incorporate that into and you know, like become more crossover more mainstream so stop limiting yourself to these bar open mics and i get to smoke weed with my buddy and i probably can come back next week but i gotta go unpack boxes in the morning because i got that too that little job on the side mm-hmm. if you're about the comedy be about the comedy and not just your brand and your style of comedy get out there and experience all of it i mean i just, experience it yes. study it feel it and, live yeah because that's live what we're it, doing yeah. and you can and you can ask uh, if you can, I'm, I'm not sure what Paul and those guys are these days. Uh, I guess I got to call them and ask. But you, you should you should check on them. Just check, check on your I people. Just, I just need to check, check on, on them. People. But no, what did what did you do? It ain't like comedy evolves that much. It's still backdoor. The five, you know, the five yeah. clubs. Yeah. They move around, and but comedy still you have to be funny, but you also have to be a person. You have to relate. Like what? Like you said, 
talk to him. Yeah. Don't just assume just because you did the the local bar and tavern that you're the dude now or the or the non dude. Speak <laughs> speak to speak to. Because you have you have your people who are going to be as we stated. There's going to be more extroverted comedians. There's going to be some introverted comedians. Speak to the click that you, you you've seen the clicks. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, but to me they're irrelevant because you're not. Cause I, I know where I am in comedy, and you're not. I'm, I don't see you on your way there. So love you, Middle Speak family. You can reach out to me, <laughs> LT at MiddleSpeakRadio.com. I like that out there. The show will be uploaded in the format on shows of the SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I appreciate you here every week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, you don't want to miss out. We are doing a community discussion. Yes, we are addressing Eric Knowles, celebrity and in America. Not, that's going to be amazing. I'm so grateful for your ear. Thank you, Will. Thank you, thank you Marvin. Yes. Thank you, Pam. Will and Marvin. Out. It will the Marvin show. Bye, y'all.
walking down the street. 